you do want to no, make I mean, this no, no, I don't have plans to stay, but... No, he has, oh, his plans, isn't he? He's always got plans. He's got to be off at a certain time. He's got, he's <laughs> yeah, got a I'm very strict very schedule. Yeah, but I'm always very flexible with that. We go I didn't realise... I didn't realise how sort of anal and, and over the top you are with your schedules. You're very... You do run your life like a sort of militant army routine, don't you? Yeah, well, you know, sort of... Sort of the thing is, what, I bet you are. I bet you ancestors. are a bit like Carl, though. You're going... Is he having long chats about how someone's wound him up? He says he's busy. I'm never he's late. Busy. <laughs> I'm never late. I'm never late. You are never late, actually. You're always never too late. early. And I'm always too late. You're always so. late. We balance oh, each other out. Except oh. when we connected on Skype, I'm sometimes late. But yeah, that's true. Which is what this is because we are still recording. This is the D trap because we are well still done. recording this remotely because Gary doesn't want to meet up and spend money. Oh, um, <laughs> that's not true. I do. I just don't you want to not meet up because he is wearing know. trackies. <laughs> I always wear trackies now. Yeah, it's comfortable. Um, you're rustling me. Try not to rustle so much if you could help it, please. Oh, I'm <laughs> fidgeting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, can you not do that? Not to Thanks sit very like, much. like this. That's <laughs> just a stone sculpture. Uh, anyway, how Lonely are you? Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Was that the beginning? Yeah. Are we going to use that? Is that is the beginning. We can use that. Okay. That's all usable he's, stuff. He's the editor, so he knows. He knows what to do there. Uh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yep, yeah, um, I'm all right. I had a few days off this week, off work. And do you know what? I did absolutely naff all all i did was just watch the simpsons that's oh, really? literally which, all i did which which episodes oh, give me some good simpsons uh, references like mostly six seven and eight seasons that's good good i've good just selection. actually finished uh which is always one of my favorites you only move twice yeah which is just that's probably up there with i think that's up there with trash of the titans i really like trash of the titans actually i remember i used to get yeah. um simpson best ofs on vhs and a collection of them probably don't have them anymore but that was on one but it's funny you know when he runs as what is it sanitation commissioner he's got he's got the finger on the button what button who are you talking to yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. everyone was saying that was like uh how donald trump was and that's about as political as I'll get. Well, yeah. What, they, how yeah, Homer behaves with him. The kind of rhetoric well, that he Donald plays. Trump, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they're very prophetic in that way, in what they uh, prophesized with Trump. They did an episode, actually, with Trump, you know, being president sort of hmm. years ago, years before he was president. It's, you only moved twice. The one, it was where he got, goes like, have you got any sugar? Sugar. <laughs> And he's like, he looks into his pockets. He's like, oh, I've got some here. Like, uh, Do you need no. any cream? Do you want any sugar? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, no. That's such a complex story for like told in 23 minutes or something. We've had about 22 minutes long. Think of that, how complex that story is. Like what happened, the, why they moved and this thing. And then there's different subplots and things. It's amazing. That's, that's, that one in particular episode is like, always amazes me as to how, they get that into such a short space of time and tell that story. So it's quite... I always think it sits in isolation, that episode as well, because there's no exposition or anything. It literally starts off as we're going to give someone at the nuclear power plant a new job and that's the that's the setup like normally yeah. simpsons episodes they'll do something that's totally unrelated to like the main content but it kind of leads into it nicely yeah but this yeah, one yeah, yeah. is like its own little movie yeah so so complex is this a new podcast we're doing or i would do not mind actually but anyway no there's this one is totally already different. what are they called stay at homer 
Stay at home. Go, go yeah, listen to them. But for now, stay tuned to this because this is the D Trout Spinners with your friends Miles and Gary. Smooth, smooth oh, just getting better all the time. I'm a bit like Camfield, you could say, in this episode. You he was actually say. a legit. Listen, anyway. I've got to be done by half one, so we better get on with this. <laughs> well, speed That's up. My schedule. Okay. So, no, I'm joking. This I'm, week I'm we discuss series three, episode seven, 20th of December 2003. Carl is on holiday. Eight. Oh, episode eight. I stand corrected. Let's do that again. This week we discuss series three, episode eight, 20th December 2003. Carl is on holiday in Lanza Grotti, so Ricky and Steve are joined by XFM DJ Ian Camfield. I'll put a link to uh, the show in the show notes, and you can listen to that, uh, which is what we did for now, because we're going to review it. Um, Hi. Hello. <laughs> I forgot to do that bit. Sorry, Hello. Really you all right? Thanks for joining Is us. Is this why Reddit don't like us? Because of that bit. So I don't think that's the only make... reason. No, I, uh, I had a I few. I had a few. Uh, it's the last review we had on Apple Podcasts. Let's check that. Uh, this is good. It says, uh, if you like the XFM show, oh, listen to the XFM oh, yeah, yeah. show. Unlistenable. Like Unlistenable. Cheers, David S. Milton. He won't be listening. What sort of name is that? It's podcast yeah, like Howard to... Stern listeners, though. They loved it. Um, they were a bulk audience. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's back to... Yeah. Back to this. Yeah. What was it going to say? <laughs> okay, yeah. so I think for both uh, you of us... You were just doing a little introduction that's it. to the episode, which I think you've done enough. And that is, yeah, and that's basically it. Um, so I think for both of us, this is an episode we were certainly less familiar with, definitely in the lower sort of definitely. listens of our respective iPods. Um, I'd never so listen to it. I think to this it. is probably a third time for me. So I do feel a bit like my cricket- critical faculties will need to be tested in this episode to deconstruct yeah. it. Because it's not like listening to a regular episode where you're so familiar with it and you know exactly what sentence they're going to say. You know, you... So this is... It feels quite nice, actually, in a way, to review something you've only listened to, like... Yeah, it's a, a nice experience to kind of, like... You know, we we will never have that again in our lives. The, like the first time you listen to the XFM shows and what it yeah. kind of after you'd listen to a few and then you listen to all the other ones. For, so you bought into that world and you listen to exactly. the first time. It's like you never have that. That's kind of joy. But this one isn't like a joy, but it was interesting <laughs> to kind of listen to. It wasn't bad. But it was like, wow, this is content that I, around that time created yeah. in that sphere that I've never actually, you know, listened to. It put me off once. I kind of just put my, I just kind of went onto it, put a, onto a random time, and it, they were talking about farts, like for about a minute. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I had, to, I'm not ever gonna, and I never listened again. <laughs> It's that not is as bad disgusting. As I thought that bit. I hate it. No, but Steve brings it up as well. It's a bit of a yeah, surprise. Know, but, but can you imagine though? I mean, I mean, he does live. Well, he worked with Ricky Gervais. So can you imagine just being that, no, having no, that I sort don't. of intimacy with with someone? No, I hate that. Do, do I mean, I like doing the show with you, but I think it would be so funny if we had like a writers room and being with each other twenty four seven. That must yeah take its toll take on it. you, like after a while. But uh, no, uh, uh, did you notice though that Ricky? Come moving on from that disgusting stuff. That Ricky <laughs> is absolutely completely hyper. Not he is just, so he's not hyper. playing the role of a hyper because sometimes no. he plays the role of hyper. You know when he's kind of berating Carl because it kind of works for the humour, but it, he's genuinely. Yeah. so hyper for the whole episode but particularly the first few minutes he's like he's really excited to have Canfield in but you'd think I guess it's because it's a change you know because Canfield's Canfield's already calm and like he doesn't barely talk like, he's not, he doesn't he doesn't 
rise to kind of that not the bait because it's sort of like yeah but that level of energy just, yeah that's so, yeah i've never heard ricky like that nor have ever. i he he really does he jumps on it doesn't he and i think he likes can't get enough words out and he's obsessed by uh the character of canfield and and the the joy of being able to play some classic rock metal because i think ricky is clearly like ian clearly a muso and a bit of a classic rock head i mean they play this show is a lot about the music isn't it i mean they play some, you know, The Who and Rainbow. Do you mean and... the show, the, the XFM shows in general, or this particular show? This particular one is, is, is quite very much about music, random yeah. music. And then also, <laughs> he, he wants to, he wants uh, Ian to name the four pillars of rock and the king who stands astride them. Yeah. Which I just, I just, I, I'm going to put that in my favourite quote straight away. Yeah. I just like, because he says it through time, stride. I've never, the word, how a word can be funny. Himself. Yeah, it's, no, but it's hilarious. a lot on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's so like, I think he's, he's he's obsessed with getting Canfield's kind of because he sees him as like this a bit of a rock genius, which I guess he is. Like apparently he must have good credentials. But Ricky yeah. loves. I think if it was always Canfield, he wouldn't be as excited. Oh, exactly. Like yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be good. But on this particular occasion, it's really excited Ricky because he's like he can talk music properly, which you can't do with Carl. You can mm-hmm. do it with Carl, but he's just not going to be, be involved in that. I, I'm not that bothered. Not that bothered about music. You know, you get it's all a bit the same. But yeah, they do. But, he comes to it anew, doesn't he, Ian? And I think because as we do, because they do loads of things. Like he realised, oh, I don't have a theme tune. Ricky doesn't wear headphones. They actively diss XFM on stage. And so, and I love, I love the way we're talking yeah. about my career and other radio stations I could work for. <laughs> yeah, he's, Canfield's interesting as a guest because, or as a producer because he really isn't in that world, that sphere of them, whereas Carl is in his way. Steve exactly, is in his way. yeah. They're all involved. Claire kind of has her way of... She deals with it like she laughs a lot. But Canfield's just like, if you, yeah, he was like, if you put a, a relatively ordinary person in that weird, yeah. weird sort of environment and setting, um, <laughs> he, it's not that he laughs a bit as well, but. Yeah, but Ricky goes on to, he's, he says, oh, we haven't talked about little gay fellas, little Chinese fellas, little monkey fellas. And Ian must be just thinking, what the hell? Is I know, because yeah, it doesn't, it does sound like dazed a bit. He's not quite buying into it. Which is all right. I'm not. It's just like he's not quite going along with the jokes. He laughs at the overtly funny things, but he does. I think, yeah, he just doesn't get. Who would? You know, it's, it's not, just it's so surreal, isn't it? it? They do. Um, they go, go quite heavy on the Chinese people. Like, <laughs> yes, they okay. do. And at least Ricky, I was annoyed because I'm really annoyed with Ricky. I have no interest in this stat, particularly like or making a joke of it. But when Ricky says in a previous episode. Oh, if there's a billion Chinese fellas, that means there's like a hundred thousand little gay, little gay fellas, lesbian ten, Chinese fellas, which are which is not <laughs> it's statistically it's nowhere near. He, as someone who's interested in science and things, he was off by a factor of a thousand. It's one in a hundred million. It will be a hundred, sorry, a hundred million rather than a hundred thousand. So he's so way off. It annoys me, but he gets it right in this one. It's quite a hill million. to die not on. Not that, that I'm, I'm, I'm in, <laughs> I don't find that particularly funny in itself. But it's just, it's, I want just to be in maths. That's a maths observation. That's Gary's <laughs> That's maths what, for this week. I did read that there, there are actually 1.4 billion Chinese people in the world. Yeah, now, but back back then they would have. Been oh yeah, that's true. About right. I, I do like how because Ricky and is totally. <laughs> and 
shagging. I like how Ricky is, he does aspire to be that level of DJ. I think and the little part of him wants to be yeah, that good. Yeah, yeah. Because when he yeah. does, and it's coming up to, uh, this is coming up, it's Feeder. You know, he, he's he's like, Ricky's, you can almost see the love in his eyes and the yeah, smile on his face. Yeah, he does that really well. Like, yeah, yeah, really he does well. It really like, professionally, like he's very good at that. It's not like you know. There's other skills to have. I'd much rather listen to Ricky, who has no formal skills at all. Yeah, but he's he's funny and interesting. Canfield's not. I'm not saying Canfield's unfunny, but he's really good when he does that link and a couple of links. Like he can really suddenly turn it on, and he's got that kind of voice. That's, you know, it's authoritative. You think I'm listening to a radio <laughs> presenter, which you never think with Ricky. Which I I not, don't want to, but you know i'd rather call ricky steve but you know canfield is he's a professional if nothing else talking of professional radio <laughs> presenters and stories he he almost does a little um it's like part two of that there was a story in the news oh yeah 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 <laughs> is it where he yeah. says hmm weird yeah. one that do you know what do you think of the first time we heard that strange one john lennon yoko ono war is over it is at the yeah. moment he's out there yeah. i just thought that's so sweet isn't it yeah <laughs> you just because it's you, you you hear it all the time in magic don't you I just gotta keep talking just keep just yeah anything, and they're talking which... to themselves as well often it's just them i've got such an appreciation of, of radio you know I, I listen to obviously james o'brien i just think we struggle to talk he's got and there's two yeah, of us we do, we do. <laughs> yeah yeah well, that makes it worse but I you mean. can't be better on stop you you've got to keep talking you've got to keep talking talk 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 that's such a hard thing to do so i think to do those solo shows like ian he's clearly as you say well-versed professional and he's always welcome on this show if he wants to come oh, yeah. on and so I did Claire. tweet him and said he got he had a new cardigan or something. yeah I tweeted him it's 12th birthday but trying to entice him with no got no feedback there nostalgia. Claire, yeah, Claire. or maybe what else new. do we like about this episode uh what do I like about it I mean I guess it's something different it was new so it was something new to listen to it's not as bad as I thought Canfield is I like I kind of like the balance between Canfield and Ricky who's so yeah. hyper Ricky but I'm glad Canfield didn't kind of try and copy him mirror him because Ricky's obviously mm. a bigger name to be fair to Canfield he was just like his own person so that was yeah. kind of nice that kind of hyperactivity versus then you've got Steve who's sort of in the middle and then you've got Canfield is just like just reacting yeah. like a normal human being but who doesn't <laughs> understand anything about the references and things I've got some good yeah. feedback well not feedback they're, they're like I found a good cross section of comments on the YouTube about uh, us on, no 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 about the this show oh, great. <laughs> on, on YouTube but it's like a nice um, what people say about the show which is coming up later next to Femme the Community alongside all of our normal correspondence and some Twitter polls and stuff we've also got our favourite quotes coming up I should say at this time a couple of things I like about well this episode <laughs> one breath you did that in <laughs> Tired professional um, like Canfield I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, Steve hates being ripped off more cheap stories from from Steve and a thing that dates this show is he says I tell you what I'm loving online shopping at the moment that is how we do things now that isn't was it? like the earliest probably it had yeah. started back then you're buying your groceries online and stuff. Well, I just it, <laughs> it wasn't many episodes ago the one which listeners will know where Steve goes um He's, I think he's looking up Victoria Plum and he goes, right, so I found some online. So it's oh, on, on the eBay. eBay, which is ebay.co.uk. Yeah. Well, he even oh, calls no. it like the online so... auction website, doesn't he? So it makes a completely yeah. obvious what it is. Like... But, you, but to spell out eBay as if we wouldn't know it. But then back then, of course, it's understandable because people didn't know eBay, but that really dates it. In fact, it's so dated that eBay has since become superseded by Amazon 
So you, you might, yeah, a, that's young, true, a very young person might not know what eBay is because it's actually quite old fashioned now. Whereas in those and, days, it was and Netflix was still Love Film, wasn't it? I don't even know. Well, I love <laughs> film. On Steve, because I, I, I do like these shows where they get a sub in because you get more Ricky and Steve and you just remember how wonderful they were and their chemistry and everything. What I like about Steve is Ricky constantly goes on about how he's mates with Jonathan Ross, how he goes out of all these like celeb mates. Yeah. But you get a little insight into Steve's life where he he's mates with Darren Brown, which I, I always just, I don't know why that makes me smile. I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah, yeah. happy knowing that, you know, he gets yeah. a bit of uh, special treatment. Yeah, he's, he's I think as I mentioned before, he's a friend of Darren's more than Ricky was. And I've seen him on Darren Brown. Like years and years ago, yeah, so Darren did some, that. you know, it's like asking him to pick one of the three and he, he, oh, he yeah. sucked him out as usual. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Is it because he was yeah, naked? Yeah, it's kind of because he was naked. But I was surprised, like, I was sort of and pleased to have Jonathan Ross call it. Like, it was interesting. <laughs> oh, and at yeah. first to me, I didn't know because I... I forgot I, that. I, I, maybe I'd heard it, but I'd forgotten. And at first I was trying to think, is this really Jonathan Ross? But you, it is definitely Jonathan Ross. And I know they're friends anyway, so he would call it, but... That was quite a, a nice bit to the show. It's something a bit different. It reminded me of the Series Zero times when they have random yeah. people call in, but then it's more oh. random, like Ricky's mum. But that felt a bit like that because they never have people call in, or usually on the main yeah. show. The things he says, Jonathan. I saw there's a picture. It was like a girl. It's like a girl. It's like a dyke at a wedding. I, I thought, <laughs> it, imagine <laughs> now, like if that. I'm not saying if he came out, but imagine saying those oh words God, like, on broadcast just... now. Your career would be over in a second, whoever you are. <laughs> but you but, do but sort of... then, it was kind of like, if you're joking. That's how it was. Because it was just, you know, you're coming a gay. off the... What did yeah, you yeah. say? Like, you're a gay, yeah, I... big gay or something. Something like that. I believe just... it. I'm not saying that, by the way. I'm no, saying, of course, no one everyone knows. I'm surprised at but just the then he... I'm just going... <laughs> He's so scared. <laughs> but there are yeah. those little things like, um, I'm masturbating now. You just think of yeah. dodgy. There are so many dodgy stories that keep coming out, like John Barrowman getting his knob out uh, oh, during well, the recording yeah. of Doctor Who, and you're just like, that world was a different place, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to I'll love Jonathan Ross, though, the um the show. But Four Puffs yeah, and the Piano, yeah. stuff like that, that ain't going to age well, is it? Um, they'd yeah. sing but as no, the guests can, came on stage. You can almost do that, but it's just what he's saying here. About, you're a girl. Yeah. Just even saying that is like... I know. Oh, can't do that. But it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to have him call in. It's uh, interesting to hear Jonathan Ross. Actually, it was crap audio, but that kind of, for some reason that made it a bit better. But Ricky was echoing. It's, it just, There's yeah. a dodgy echo as well during that whole set. It's annoying, uh, but it very made annoying. it feel like they just—he was just calling up Jonathan Ross, you know, just randomly. <laughs> just like what he did. was, it didn't feel like a radio show. Quick things, quick little questions. Have you ever used a B day? Quick quiz. <laughs> Have I ever used one? Uh, we had to be. I've tried. Have you? Yeah, I've tried. How did you try? Were you serious? Know, I just discussed it. Yeah, I have tried. Like, but no, I never. <laughs> I just went back to not using a B day. Let's say <laughs> they're not. They are. It's quite pleasant, but it's sort of like. You need to really get soap in there and things to make Oh noise. my god. Yeah, but that's what you've got. You know, if you just use the water, I just think it's not just enough. not practical. You've got to have strong knees to squat <laughs> over it like that. Because you can't sit right back down in it because it, the, the water won't. Do you, what, won't do, you do you hold the wall? Penetrate you. Do you... <laughs> no, like you squat you round the other way, aren't you? So you're squatting in the other way. Oh I god. Sort of back in like a toilet. I mean, to be honest, it probably is cleaner in all, in all honesty, isn't it? 
Well, you, you're obsessed with cleanliness. I, I am as well. I'm not we're that both, obsessed. No, we are, we are. You are. But we both wash our hands with soap yeah. and water when we've had well, a piss. Well, that happened the other day. I went to the... A lot of men don't. When you're having a piss. I went yeah. to the pub. Uh, no, it was... This is a choir practice, actually. Ooh. Some person, oh, which I'll bring up later. I went to use the bathroom because I had a pint beforehand, so <laughs> needed to yeah, use the bathroom. Person comes out. And he's, he's standing in front of me and he walks up and he hasn't washed his hands. I'm like, he's singing in front yeah. of me as well. I'm like, mate. Yeah, he's COVID. holding that. Those, he's holding those uh, choir notes, those, those, that song sheet. What's it called? The sheet with the lyrics and the music on. Lyrics sheet. Yeah. Them. Probably hands that back in next week. <gasps> yeah, that's what I mean. To you, that one. Oh, made me sick. That's no, disgusting. It is disgusting. And it is so... when you're having a piss as well. That's <laughs> when you should do it. Well, obviously, I wouldn't have other things as well, but yeah, you know, most most pubs when we go out to pubs and when I go out to pubs myself, most men just you see them they're, they're at the they're the urinal to go finish yeah. before you could just leave straight out the door, not interested. I can't believe that it's, it's disgusting. I remember I did have a B day in one of my in an old house that I lived in in Ipswich, one of my sort of childhood houses. I just remember being looking at it and thinking, is this just a small child's toilet? Yeah, that's what it looks like, isn't it? I was like, is this for me? Should I be using this? And it just sat there and no one really knew what it was. I don't even think we knew what to call it. We didn't even How know How did you B-day. find that a B-Day was just in your house suddenly? Probably someone must have known what it was to put it there. Yeah, no, obviously that was, to yeah. To the house. That, yeah, I just, it's just a weird thing to see in a British house because it's quite a European tradition, isn't it? Something that's stand. Yeah. I think it's actually like in law that you've got to have every house got to have a b-day or something like that in europe no it's not it's a, it's but what's like oh okay i've got 100 i'll pay you 150 grand for this house mate but yeah. i've just been up in the bathroom just noticed you've got this little little baby's toilet next to the main toilet so <laughs> can we do it for 120 like I, yeah. I don't know but that's not that's a, that's classic kind of anti-european people putting out that rubbish about things like b-days and needing a b-day and all that no one needs a b-day for in law there was is laws that the hot tap needed to go be click as it got to a certain heat so you didn't burn yourself okay it's interesting uh, remember john <laughs> prescott talking about that if you were if you're interested I, I, like, listeners go and uh go and uh, i won't be checking that out. out i don't think <laughs> i'll leave well, that i've got my afternoon booked come on let's get a move on my, my schedule do you have <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any hangover tips? They mention eating some yogurt, chopsticks are no good. <laughs> that's that's, Apparently... that's my favourite quotes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, green tea, white tea, red bush tea, and green red bush tea, all in one cup, four tea bags. Four um, tea bags? Are you serious? Yeah, in one cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh my God. Does it, and it work? Well, not really. It's a bit of a waste of money. <laughs> no, it's very healthy. It's, it counteracts all the damage that anything does to you, such as smoking, which I don't smoke, as you know. No, but you don't. You if I did that. smoke, it would counteract that. Don't <laughs> well, counteract the damage of drinking. But yeah. it doesn't It doesn't cure a hangover, but it makes it better. It's a great way to hydrate yourself. bit of uh, caffeine in, but not too much. So Every nutrient under the sun that you could want are in those four tea bags. I, I recommend it to anyone, unless you know it, you're a killer. I'm going to try that next time. I've been doing the classic rehydration tablets and quite frankly i'd love them to sponsor this podcast because <laughs> oh, yeah, i need a lot of that but the two okay. tablets and i'll tell you what i can i had some drinks last night and i feel bright is it fresh as a daisy now okay 
bright as a button. I'm so gonna have. I'm gonna make a katsu curry later. I, I literally. Okay, he's got his wait. washing machine fixed. He's well happy. Washing like, machines fixed. Ovens fixed. <laughs> Having a katsu. It wasn't curry. even broken apparently. So <laughs> no, got them, got um, them out for nothing. At the end of the show, Ricky says when they're coming up with names for the Pillars of Rock and the King who stands astride yeah. them, he comes up with the name Velvet Nazi six six six, which hardcore fans will know. Ricky actually does a, a sort of fake ad, a sort of spoof radio ad in series zero, where Velvet Nazi six 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 is one of the oh, artists okay. that he sort of parodies. <laughs> and then what does he say? He says one of his bands he was going to call it the Sacred Hearts. Yeah. Which is just unreal. What's the, what's the other one? That, uh, the there was Christ a, on a yeah, Christ on a bike. Um, because they do Christ. they've got a reoccurring thing, don't they? About bad, a bad band. Yeah, names. but they, this was like where they really had it out because they got Canfield in, so they could go for proper ones. But what was the, there was another one? Can you remember? So there was, was yeah, the tungsten lung hemorrhage. Oh, that's it. Yeah, hemorrhage. God yeah. dildo, balls of steel. Brainhammer, yeah. tumor fish, and death, and then they settle on Deathlyhem. Tumor fish, I think. Tumor fish. Do you know? Um, I was in. I don't know if I've told listeners this or or you, quite frankly. Do you know everyone wants to be in band, didn't they, at school? Well, I wrote lyrics. <laughs> you wrote poetry now, <laughs> um, which is similar. And uh, and I want to be in a band, but I I've got no musical talent, and I just said, oh, I'll I'll be the singer. So I managed to yeah. shepherd together. Heard together a few people like my friend Jacob, who he's like grade something mental on piano. He was amazing. My friend Brandon, who had a bass guitar and he was just it was a bit of a tosser, of course he was. Then I got someone else to play. Uh, my friend, I wish Tim. I was in this. Oh yeah, I can't. He did drums. Horrendous. This and then I can't remember who the guitarist was, but I took it de- deadly serious. We booked a rehearsal space, <laughs> and then it got to rehearsal, and we we literally arrived and. We didn't do anything because no one really knew enough to play. We had no ideas for any songs. No, no, I didn't have the balls to sing. I said I was a singer. <laughs> Every time they said, okay, let's just do like Wonderwall or something. And I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, in a minute. Well, three, two, oh, can I just... one. And Isn't I just couldn't. I know. <laughs> I, didn't... Yeah. I, li- I just liked all the, uh, like just saying that I was in the band. And then I named the band. And guess what the name was? All right, what was it? It was a gay dragon. <laughs> no, it was um, a parallel collision. <laughs> yeah, that's very. <laughs> I think I was just doesn't it, make sense, mate. It doesn't make sense because you can't know to. And I was just, I think I was just trying to look for cool sort of space agey words that were kind of like a bit like Muse or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. What, so that, hang on, was the collision? Was there two collisions happen parallel, parallel. Right next to each other, or was it on a parallel road? So the, yeah, it doesn't make you know it. which it's sort of like it's 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 so it's the bullshit, band. Mate. You know, I was but, all about the name. I wasn't about the content. But, you know, as bad as, the, as bad as the name are, that sounds like the best thing that came out of your band. It definitely was. Was yeah. that name? I had a quite, I had a clever idea. I the wanted sections. to use. <laughs> it could come out well, late one day. Mars, when he, when he's famous, he'll, he'll publish the sessions of oh band, that. Oh my god! Just that doing nothing. Set up a MySpace page and everything for the band. I thought, oh, we're going to oh. be big. Going to be huge. Despite At what the fact point that I did you think comp- you were going to be big? <laughs> I don't know. It was so bad. I would never do that again now. Christ. About you now. Um, there you go. I could have been. Were- <laughs> do you- I like the Steve's anecdote about the sponsorship girls. He does. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like, yeah, it's like, oh, 
should you ever like go anywhere near a 13 year old girl like because it just because the connotations i was worried i was worried ricky was gonna make make say something horrendous then but yeah it, it was um it was funny that that three quid because you know, ricky was like well you 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 wouldn't have given that charity three quid so even if they don't give it to charity they still note the charity is not benefiting and it wouldn't have done anyway but yeah i could have had that with me so that is it is funny yeah it's a good anecdote and it's so funny it never comes up ever but ever else like he never he only tells that on this show yeah because it had happened that week i guess but it's, you'd think that would have come up on some of the podcasts or on the xfm shows well i just get so much enjoyment yeah. about thinking about how uncomfortable steve would be in that moment when yeah, yeah. Got, getting it out of his pocket and yeah. the money he means <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've put together my own pillars of rock. Okay. Do you want to know who they are? So, for reference... And I'll add to them. I'll add... Okay, cool. So, Ian's Canfield's one were Lemmy, Keith Moon, Keith Richards, Robert Plant, and Tommy Vance. Vance. As the king who stands astride them. So, mine are... Is... Are... Were... (laughs) Liam Gallagher. Headed by Liam Gallagher. All right? Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. I'm going to have Keith Richards as well. I'd have Brandon Flowers. You're gone. You'd have Brandon Flowers? Yeah, because he's like, he's like really, really sort of saccharine and like unoffensive, but he still can rock it out. He's That's like not, not bad. unoffensive. Wow, he's a Mormon. Anyway, go on. I'd have Johnny Marr. Johnny Marr, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he yes. is a brilliant guitarist. On drums, I'm having Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to be one of the best drummers, isn't he? He, he, he. Did all his own drumming. Nirvana, <laughs> did Nirvana. all his own drumming. No, he did. He, he did. He sort of, a lot of people he, don't he, know he, this he about was, Dave Grohl. He had did all his own freedom. drum. <laughs> he had, he had Never a lot had of freedom on Nirvana that he yeah. came up with a lot of those, like, especially tracks like Come As Heart You Shape Are Box. and uh, Heart Lithium. Heart Shaped Box. Yeah, Lithium. They've got really, like, the, the drumming is an important part of it. More so, more, I know it always, but more so than a lot of songs. I, I know that's not my opinion. That's an opinion that I've taken from someone else that I saw when Gary, on YouTube. When Gary's doing his music uh, tutoring, he says, now drumming's a really big, big, important part of a song, right? And if you want to yeah. be in parallel collision, you better fucking yeah. learn your, your notes, all right? Got to do. Well, I wouldn't swear because they're only children. <laughs> yeah, so I'd wouldn't. give them three quid and they'll be on their way. <laughs> three quid and a music lesson. Take me time. So, how, how who are you going to have in your four pillars of rock and the leader well, who stands astride them? I'd, well, I'd have Noel, right? You'd have Noel, not Liam. Rock it out more. No, because I've, you know, he's, he's got to have someone to write. I think you were just going to say you'd have Oasis. <laughs> yeah, Bonehead, Twixie. It's weird because uh, they're all from the same band. <laughs> yeah, the same, but that's uh, sort of where my. But they're good because they're pre- <laughs> they've already met. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, I, th- I think that's who I'd have. Who would have on drums apart from that? Meg Ryan, uh, Zach Starkey. I don't know who's good on like Travis Baker from um, Bob Barker. From uh, he's quite famous, isn't he? From Blink One Eight Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Too many tattoos. Do you know? I know a drummer <laughs> who was in a band to Charted. Good one. Charted. They were called the Gallows. Oh, right. Do you know <gasps> them? Really? Yeah, I used to listen yeah, to the I Gallows. went to school with the drummers. Wow. Good. Did you? Uh, yes, yeah, Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Barrett is the yeah, drummer. Yeah. And he, he, they've disbanded now, I think. They, they I had a Gallows t-shirt. I think I had a Gallows t-shirt. Yeah, before actually listening to the band, because I like, like t-shirt. And I quite liked the fact that it made me look cool. Yeah, because the Gallows and it's like all big naughty. Yeah, Gallows. So quite a statement, Gallows were... 
Lee Lee Barrett, the drummer, was uh, he's a big Tottenham fan. We used to we had I, he took a lot of money off me at school because I had bets <laughs> with him on Watford versus Tottenham, and I always lost. He, but he was he was a friend at school, and he, he was oh. obsessed with music, and you know he's the drummer. Oh, good on you! So, oh, nice he, they supported that... um, hemorrhages in what is it? No, they Brain supported hemorrhage. some big bands. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called, but they did support big, quite big guys. Yeah, they they were kind of the same league as uh, you know, um, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, oh, I'm sure they were. I, can't I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Screamo music. Oh All yeah, those... definitely. You oh, love yeah, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh, I love that. Add, add I, add should we go and watch a film together? Let's do that now because uh, we're going to okay. have a break. But, oh yeah, we'll have. Welcome back. This is the Dean Up Spinners <laughs> podcast with That's Mars funny. and Gary. Hello. Sorry. Hello again. Hello. Nice to have you with right. us. Right. You're just right. in time because we're going to do some favourite quotes. Do you want to go? Oh, yeah. Do you want me to? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Well, or I'm not just... talking to you. I must be talking to you. Okay. So I'll start. They're not regular people. Who's that about? <laughs> when he's saying, he's saying, exactly. We're not going to know. He, say, he says um, at the beginning, I think it's Ian saying about uh, their listeners or maybe Steve. And he says they're not regular xfm listeners oh right they're not yeah, regular yeah. people oh, that's bad isn't it when they say uh steve about the chinese says i would need to inspect to make sure they're, they're <laughs> they are definitely chinese it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um going out with diano tuesday night I like oh, but this is my well this is my next one paul diano doesn't snort ants he snorts out and oh, that's literally my next one. Oh yeah <laughs> who is paul diano i don't even know i that. don't know i don't i was gonna ask <laughs> I've you i've got no know. idea uh, this this is funny the cleanest ass in modern magic the shiny ass they call it yeah that's <laughs> good yeah shiny the ass clean, the cleanest ass in modern magic <laughs> that's good richard ashcroft if you're listening I think he says sorry. I didn't write that down. But yeah. He says Richard Ashcroft is listening. Sorry, because when Rick is saying something ridiculous, and <laughs> they were associating themselves with Richard Ashcroft before that. This, but again, I can't even remember it. Yeah, I know. But this is the problem, isn't it? When you half of the fun about favorite quotes is saying them in Ricky's voice, just and like, normally yeah, when you're, yeah, just, no, exactly. you're familiar with that. Bang, bang, Whereas bang, bang, bang. I wrote, I listened to the show this morning, and I've written all these notes, but I'm like. I can't remember how he sat, how he said yeah, exactly, and that's yeah. the funny bit, yeah. isn't it? Because we'll none of my friends washes that ass. See, do you know what I mean? Like that alone. Yeah, we don't. It's, it's not funny. I can't remember who said it. Exactly. And, but yeah, but no, some people don't like us doing Ricky's voice. Oh, you don't know they don't Ricky's voice. They pretend they're Ricky. Okay, or chairwoman, don't be sexist. I did, yeah, I've got that. I've got that. I've got one more. So I've got a few. Um, we haven't done little Ch- Chinese fellas or the gays yet. That's still to come in the second hour. Yeah, you might say that. I couldn't possibly say that. Wouldn't have been on course, someone. Not that I would anyway. But uh, this is we. This came up earlier. But I'm having I'm having a nightmare eating yogurt <laughs> with chopsticks. With chopsticks. That's what I've, I've done. But that is very fun. okay. Um, I've got That's three. Uh, don't go on a bender in China. That's and then Chinese, there's a follow up to that, which I won't. Definitely won't say. They've got a bit okay. of Queen. They've got a bit of ACDC. It's all in there. You've got a bit of Bruce Forsyth. Oh, that's, that's yeah, funny. That was, that was funny. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Uh, and then um, I dress like an Albanian window cleaner at the moment. But um, yeah, what are your favourite quotes? Email in spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. No, don't Spinners bother Podcast. This week. No, I think I they should. Really I want, no, this is the no, episode no. where I do want um, some opinions on because I want to know if this is some people's favourite, if people well, hate it, if they skip it. 
No, I'm joking. I'm you joking. don't want to hear anything. I want, I want people's opinions. Of course I do. And you're right, actually. It would be more interesting in a way in this episode than it would normally. The usual proceedings are as follows. I read all the emails. And Gary, during this section, yes. would just Mars, get to listen to them for the first time. Mars reads them all. He collates them all, puts them in a little app. So he's got to, he's got to put and writes out the little names on the little sheet. Exactly. And then he reads them out on air. He, t- he does everything. No, I do sometimes read them. And I, I react. That's how I earn my money. <laughs> he earns his 20 What's quid. going on about it? I know. Oh, anyway, God. XFM in the community. XFM this in one, the community. <laughs> this one from Louis Hesiantel, um, who has oh, also joined us on Patreon. So do oh, head over to Patreon for thank you. Exclu- exclusive hashtag content. Feats, Miles and Gary, at least one show a month. Upwards yeah. of three pounds. Uh, that's minimum uh, low tier. Uh, join that. Well, there is no treat, high tier. So treat someone special. Do. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, you might as well do the low tier because there is no high tier. So just just, <laughs> just do what the you tier. Want. Um, so yeah. Louis says, or Louis, uh, evening boys, uh, here's something that you might have already thought of, but if not, prepare to have your mind blown. According to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the meaning of life is 42. Coincidentally, that's number of max in the scottish phone book it's the number of steps the beheaded frenchman took and also the cost of an expensive torch in a rockbuster's clue now assuming darren brown the shiny the cleanest ask in modern magic uh, wasn't yeah. one of us he could have known all this however he might look up certain types of people for example a shaved chimp and guess that that might have been influenced by the residual cultural impact of douglas adams most famous creation hence mr 42 thoughts question mark keep up the podcasting pipe dreams are good in a way yeah what do you you make of that that's a very interesting theory yeah i hadn't thought about it before i know that um psychologically is there's something about the number 42 that makes it more likely to be said and that's probably why it was douglas adams it goes with it on on hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy because it's 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 close enough to the middle but it's not, you never pick anything at the extremities. You, you might if you're thinking about it, but most people will go for 42 or 40 something for some reason. So it's more likely to be picked, but then 42 for the, <laughs> for, for, is it 40? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. What else? Yeah, 42 steps. Is it 42 steps or is he just making that? A bit less. No, so it is. Yeah, it's the beheaded it's, it's Frenchman. It's the number that comes to your head as a human, like 42. If you're, if you're grabbing for a number around that size, it often is 42. Psychological. I don't know the psychology behind that, but that's that's been studied. Well, if a if a psychologist uh, listens to this, or or a postman, yeah, it's good. Best thing you ever said. Yeah, it is. Well done. Um, He took he took something from the show, and it's something that I was saying just then. He really married the two together. Yeah, and then I ruined it by commenting so much on it. (laughs) We deconstructed it. We 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 do deconstruct comedy too much. To his face. Um, Okay, so next one is uh because i haven't thank had you, Lewis. a lot uh, yeah Lewis, thank you you do carry on uh interesting uh, thing. I like that. Um, this is this made me laugh this is so um i'll get onto a poll that we did on twitter but this just really made me laugh it was my favorite reddit post and just shows the level of creativity and imagination people have when they're <laughs> sort of hate it there's a thing isn't that hate watching people like yeah, to hate yeah. Watch. i'm a bit like that with the apprentice i love it and i also hate the people so and and also there was an interview with jacob reese moggs and i was like I'm, i am going to listen to this because i like um nick whatever his name is who Not does nick the Ferrari, no uh but, but i yeah. fucking hate his voice jacob moggs 
can't stand the past. Anyway, I thought, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about here. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> comedian, this, these are people who've hate watched Afterlife and, and comment on it. Comedian rapped over Netflix profanities. Comedian Ricky Gervais has had a dressing down from a Tim Pot subreddit for his repeated use of the word cunt in a Netflix TV show. The Ricky Gervais subreddit, subreddit mercilessly mocked the comedian for his coarse language in the program on streaming service Netflix. The subreddit acknowledged that the comedian's remarks were intended to be humorous, but took the view that the large quantity of swearing had in fact written into the script in lieu of actual jokes, said the subreddit member in a statement. The jibes referred to the comic sitcom Afterlife, throughout which protagonist Tony Johnson insults various other characters with the word cunt. Gervais's character wonders aloud whether life is inherently meaningless after the death of his wife, and as a consequence, begins treating those around him in an, in an explicably contemptuous and callous manner. A Ricky Gervais spokesman said the comedian went on and on about it for nearly three series seasons. Netflix, a self-styled alternative streamer service, said, into its, said in its defence that its re remit was to provide banal uh, saccharine programmes for the masses. The platform said the programme's brief was to include lowest common denominator comedy within certain shows that would not fit within a more critically acclaimed or well-thought-out format. In this particular show, it was absolutely the comedian's intention to shock when he took a cynical look at how he could bypass the laborious process of writing good material by simply repeating the word cunt at every opportunity. Gervais, whose big break was on Stephen Merchant's The Office, has shot to international household status through his book portrayal of Derek Notes, a mentally disabled man in the equally broad and pedestrian sitcom Derek. Oh, glad I got through yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. He's, he's so Very well written. Well. I mean, long, convoluted. Imagine if I've tried to read that out. I... No, but that, that was, um, uh, yeah, very good, very perceptive, very clever, like, in how he kind of used certain kind of form of those writing, like, so, for example, when he says Netflix, Netflix, comma, a streaming service, da, 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 like, that's a classic kind of way that they tell you what Netflix is, is part of the wider story, but without saying, right, Netflix is this, they do it as a little comma. And that, that he, he just explained how jokes work, uh, just in case you just, didn't get uh, it. Just bang, bang, bang. I'm saying, you know, if anyone wants to know why something's funny, come to me. 079 Let's return to our poll that we posted on our Twitter uh, at Spinners Podcast. Uh, Gary's been learning about memes and and I got done uh, some good memes. Yeah, he found good, out good what good a meme. meme was. Me do good meme. Me, me do good <laughs> yeah. meme. So Please. this was a recent poll that we put out, and actually it's still active. It's got one hour left, so we'll we'll just base the results on what we've got already. Anyway, funniest bloopers slash outtakes, and I said special shout out to the Office Values Microsoft UK training, which come on, that is top tier. Uh, uh, I bloopers, think that's probably a top actually. The, yeah. the, uh, the, that's better than anything. Is the yeah. outtakes from that? We'll have to post that with the shows if you haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a what is it like a little supporting uh, sort it's of promotional video? For, they, yeah, they did it for Microsoft. Microsoft approached them and they were big enough. Microsoft is a big enough company, they must have paid them so much money. Ricky and Steve both never wanted that release, they were furious it got released, but it was just as an actual that's a genuine training video that they actually use, like and they use <laughs> Steve as the real voice, yeah. So Obviously, they didn't use the outtakes, but yeah, it all got released, and it's it's just it is brilliant actually. It's when they could still write like proper, yeah. really good. Max Wolves, you know, in a wig, 
and it's still that's uh, Andros Epifimu. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan something, I think his name is. Anyway, so the choices were The Office, Extras, Derek, and Afterlife. You're asking them what the best outtakes are from each of those series. Correct. Right. Okay. So let can I guess then? Shall I guess? Uh, Well, let's go. What? Let's go with what you'd say first. Okay, what were the four again? <laughs> what, the oh, what the options again? I didn't even um, know. Very much um, The Office, Extras, Derek and Afterlife. Oh, well, you know, come on, it's The Office. Oh, actually, Extras is brilliant, with, especially with Les Dennis. <laughs> when he gets one, his knob out, yeah, with a towel. Oh, knob? Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, no, that's um, Keith Cheggers. Oh, that's Chegler. Keith Cheggers, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always get those two confused. Chief. I always have yeah. done in my life. So, yeah, after, um, no, Extras is good. It's great at times. I think nothing beats The Office, particularly the Christmas specials. Tim, 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 is Bishop, Bishop. Bishop Wuzarewa. And I remember Bishop Wuzarewa. He's such an obscure figure, even if you Google him, this hard thing. But I remember Bishop Wuzarewa. And that's why uh, Martin Freeman collapses so much, because it's like the most obscure reference that someone would just about understand, <laughs> like to use in that context. Well, there's that infamous one as well, that. where he's doing the appraisal. says, right, what are you going to do next? Because that oh, yeah, what? is pointing yeah. downwards to the chair. That is ridiculous. What is that? What? Yeah. <laughs> that is it. When that's you say, Ricky, we go... Fucking hell, six, seven states. Come on, Martin, it's embarrassing. It's... No, it's about 67. Yeah, 67, not 67. But yeah, they'll on like take 50 or something. I just so... cannot imagine why, how they are still not recording some of that because how they ever ended up getting <laughs> like, you know, it's just so, but having done a very tiny, minor, minor, minor bit of little bit of unprofessional filming. acting where it went filming in. In my flat, the bit I'm thinking of, but I, I just, oh. we got, we all of the, we couldn't, I don't know how we did. Do you know what? I, in the end? I don't yeah, know so if you go, it. if you go on, uh, if you go on popular video streaming service, YouTube and type yeah. in Alan, I'll put a link into the description. This was a little sketch Gary and I wrote years ago. They're not going to get ago. it if they type in Alan. I'll put the link in the description. Oh, they okay, can just, uh, they can go say, there. It's not uh, that big that it comes <laughs> up Alan first here. Anyway, uh, we wrote a little sketch and it's got Gary in uh, the leading role. Uh, so do check that out because it's very funny. But you, no, you are absolutely right. It's just the little things that will just crack you up and you're just corpse. It just and there was no reason, nothing funnier happened then. There's funnier things that happened, like intrinsically funnier things in other yeah. scenes. And it, we didn't we didn't laugh, we didn't get like that. It's just something about me look turning around, looking back, and I caught your eye a couple of times. And you you weren't just behind camera. And then <laughs> I just I just went and you went. And we done we done I think really it's well just then, good. I thought we'd go earlier with each other, like and see but then the the person who was filming and his girlfriend who was doing sound, uh, she went as well. And it was just, yeah. I don't know how we ever got that. Bit. But luckily, it was the last, last bit of everything that we filmed. And if you do watch it, it wasn't finished. So Now, there's a scene, just to put it in context, there's a scene where Gary turns around to uh, reveal an ironing board that's dressed like as a, as a, 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 as a table yeah. for, for two. And it's just quite a sad, depressing image of, of this character that we'd written. It's, but anyway, and Gary, all he had so to do funny. was turn around to look at just the, look the perspective. Just look and just look of, mournfully. Just look mournfully. <laughs> Like and there's and I was sat in there and we had Natalie and Brulia's torn over the top of it, which yeah. just the, the marriage work. of those three things, Gary's <laughs> sort of face <laughs> still chuckles now thinking about that. Anyway, we're so waffling. And um, what what are you gonna pick? And what do you oh, think the listeners? Well the office uh, I'll picked? put the office. Oh I think they picked the office and the extras will be up there. That's my opinion. And then Derek yeah. would be down the bottom. And then uh, third would be uh, after, no, probably Afterlife at the bottom. 
and then Derek. Yeah, you, you got Derek it right. Afterlife. Office extras, so Derek be, Afterlife. I so I think there'll be a big, big gap between there's going to be Derek and Afterlife on a similar score, and then a big yeah. gap to extras and Office on a similar-ish score. Is that right? Yeah, you're, you're like, you you nailed it. Really? So yeah, we've got like forty percent Office, thirty-three percent extras, Derek on fourteen, and Afterlife on eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, to okay, be fair, I um I watched a few of the Afterlife ones because I was like, all these places like Lad by Unilad, all those sort of that. Yeah, yeah, like, they. You'll never believe yeah. the funniest extras. I, I was oh like, yeah, this is just that Ricky's forcing like laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He I does totally that thing. So. I've seen one. Yeah, he does. It just the doesn't time. feel real in them. Whereas extras, you watch that. That's oh my just, god, that's so he's not forcing anything <laughs> to be. Oh, that Ricky Gervais who laughs a lot. No, he just was. In the he just but the faces he feels like he does that thing where he retreats his head in, like retracts it like a tortoise into a shell. <laughs> He's got. He's still got a double chin at that time, and he's just chuckling yeah, away. Yeah. Just love those um those um images. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah. Joe Green says this is some of the correspondence. Although the nicknames bit from the Ratty and Nonce from Afterlife is literally the funniest thing ever recorded. Uh, I actually didn't really what? care for extras as a show, but the bloopers are top shelf. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we should check some of these out. What was the first um, bit he said? Uh, so that apparently, I, I don't know enough, but he says uh, the nicknames bit from the Ratty and Nonce from Afterlife. If you've seen that show, um, yeah. you'll probably He's... know what that, that means because I don't, but I will check it out. Um, yeah. Me Pemberton says Bishop Mazawewa. Oh, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello, me. Phil Dickinson did a little... Uh, <laughs> A gif of uh, Keith Chegwin doing knob goes and fanny. Fanny. Not up the arse. <laughs> Just uh, not up the arse. <laughs> um, Pete, so Peter Fletcher. Did the Stuart ones as well. Oh, they're fantastic. Peter Fletcher did the quote. All right, mate, just check this out. That's <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. when he's doing the boobs yeah um james did this brilliant uh gif as well he said max wall's the name with a little gif of max yeah, 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 which yeah. is a very have you ever watched any of his comedy because it's very... max wall well, he's, sort yeah, of he's like got a pointy Chaplin shoes almost just just after chapter he so it was almost just he's sort of so early that they barely had sound but they did have sound like i 50s, thought he's more like tommy it? cooper or like that sort of school no i thought i thought it was like 40s 50s like maybe yeah. Chaplin's sort of twenties, thirties, but it's very no, old Maxwell's sort of like uh, who did a bit Laurel and Hardy-ish, yeah. but a bit, mm. bit after Laurel and Hardy. Adam Brooks <laughs> said Joe Joe ninety. Don't know what that means, right? Um, no, okay. And Carl says at Clem Fand- Fandingo extras. The scenes with Steve and Ricky having to do take after take is great, and that 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 refers yeah, to uh, the boobs yeah. and the pen thing. Have you seen this? But I, the, I, I don't know. Yeah, when he's spitting in the cup, and it is a bit disgusting. <gasps> oh, but Ricky's, disgusting, Ricky yeah. is a bit of a dick as well. Like, I'll get no, no, we're changing it. Like, no, he's not, no humor sort of, you know, off screen. <laughs> so I don't like that. That's the only bit of extras I don't like that scene. Yeah, I know what you it. mean. But it's, um, um, it's funny. It's very funny. Adam says Perfect. Finding Leo and Bishop, Bishop Mizawewa are the two that I always go back to. Well, Finding Leo doesn't count because it's not it's not an outtake, but it is still brilliant. So I'll give you that. Yeah. It's not an outtake, is it? Bishop you know Mizawewa. Again, I've got a couple of Bishop Mizawewas. Like, see, other people <laughs> remember Bishop. You're a bit young, but you would remember. It's like coming on like you know about struggles in in uh, africa tribes and things and like desmond tutu but lower down da- a lower level desmond tutu he's just on the news you just hear his name as a kid bishop mazarewa said Da-da-da. and then for ricky to, to use that is just it's so fun it's funnier because it's more obscure and that's how jokes work 
Gary's course <laughs> online next Thanks Tuesday. Thanks very much. God, a few How really... Jokes Work by Gary Forrestal. <laughs> That's the sound Sucks of any humour. Yeah, they, whatever humour there was is gone. Yeah, um, and then just a few little um, smattering, is that a word? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of people... Uh, comments on youtube uh based on the ian canford one which i always like to get a little cross-section uh ricky is in his yeah. element in this episode one of my fav- faves genuinely one of my favorite episodes the monoliths of rock is a fantastic segment canfield is a surprisingly good producer slash co-host ricky and steve good, really yeah. seem to respect him and don't mind when he speaks up they work as a great team a boring episode but entertaining and well done nonetheless um carl is the yeah. best but steve is so funny in these episodes without carl this was actually quite good the number of people saying they don't listen to the apps where carl isn't there definitely haven't listened to the claire apps i get that this app is very different and it's probably one of my least favorites but the claire episodes are classics and some of the best ever recorded i couldn't agree more yeah i wouldn't say they're the best ever recorded but they are classics there's brilliant moments in them they're very good episodes in and of themselves this one i've i've listened to it now fully for the first time i'm not convinced it's still better than a lot of radio most radio that i'd listen to most yeah. things i'd listen to so it's better than that but it's not it didn't <laughs> quite hit it didn't have five six a lot you know i had five quote but there wasn't five or six points i'd laugh out loud but maybe if, if i'd listened again i'd I'd start hearing things in it that I did like, but it was it's okay. It just wasn't anything special. I think it definitely passed Kermode's six laughs for a comedy test. I laughed six times. I'm a bit more stringent. No, it was good. It was they weren't they're sort of smattering of laughs. They were going on lower um, level. on, on like laughs and just the the sound of someone laughing. Ricky's laugh is brilliant. I've always I'm doing a it. segment on this at Gary's Gary teaches jokes. <laughs> yeah. Gary's Gary Gary jokes. Um, it's uh, but I I loved hearing that his laughter. And I loved like just hearing his laughter was just so refreshing. Who's hearing Rick Campbell. Ricky's no Ricky's. Oh Ricky's yeah. Oh yeah, it was just like yeah. laughs that you haven't Those heard laughs. before, and I did enjoy that about this episode. Yeah, yeah it's a new Ricky laugh. Yeah, it's slightly different, but it's very, yeah. very similar. But it's always a joy to hear Ricky laugh in those days, and not an afterlife where he takes where he's forcing oh. it out. Yeah, I mean that's basically all I've got because I'm bored of talking to you now, and the. <laughs> I yeah, want to wrap it up. Um, they do. They love that bit. Have you seen one of these calm benches before we go? Uh, what? So Where apparently, you, you know, you know the mental health charity campaign against living miserably. Oh yeah, I, I wrote for them. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they did a kind of partnership with Netflix and Afterlife and Ricky, and they've erected twenty-five oh. benches. They've donated to local councils. And they mark and launch the series of Afterlife. Um, they're there, apparently, most of them in London, but there's some in Nottingham, apparently. And you know, like, benches often have a uh, like dedication yeah, or a dedication tribute to is. someone who's passed away. And these are like branded ones for Netflix as a kind of place. Oh, that's for... such a that's that's that doesn't sit well with me. That's their advertising Netflix through that. Hmm. No, you don't put Netflix, oh, that's just cheap, cheap. But then he, he oh, was got, like, um, got a calm sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I just do I do debate these things again I, I sort of get that it's uh, you know a tribute to the series and that's kind of like one of the major scenes but do people no. seriously people expecting to make friends on on a bench to sit down and just go oh hello but it's not that it's Stop advertising talking. Netflix on the on the little bit if they put Netflix like sponsored yeah. by Netflix or whatever that's just no cheap don't do that yeah 
Don't do that. Do you know what Netflix, I mean? Big Dude, you go, they've got enough money. Give some money to me. Keep those <laughs> off the benches. I don't know. Oh, I thought I it was interesting. Then, Ricky, then Ricky said, I mean, you know, you know, these are a place to bring people together, create a community, get he a conversation going about loneliness. No one's going to use that. And then instead he said, oh, can you get, can you send us your selfies of sitting on the bench? So then it becomes yeah, a marketing that, idea, he? doesn't it? As you say. That's it. All the clips I've seen of him, is him sat on that bench, like just like on the music, the music's cliche and the camera angles swooping in and swooping back up from behind. Yeah. And then they just do it, you know, it's like directing 101. Anyway, mm. I'm not, I haven't directed anything yet. He is so directing anything. I can't really, I've, <laughs> I've got less success in that, you know, than you Ricky, do. So I know that. One day, one day you might get your own Netflix show. One night, one, one night. night. Anyway, this has been one hell of a show, Gary. It's hell of a show, yeah. Oh, it really um, has, Mars now. With guests. Um, just quickly, uh, yeah. Just quickly, your your choir. This you're you're on week three now, so you're going to be doing week, week three. three. What you what's what's he foregrounded that's going to be right. going on next week? Are you new song or? <laughs> working on the same one or what's going on so just finished Wiz on Down the Road uh, by by Wiz the musical Uh, next week we will be be we will be practicing the the breakout hit somewhere from the West Side Story so I look forward to telling you all about that next week you and listeners Um, but no yeah I've been practicing my vocal cords (laughs) I don't I don't actually like that song but maybe it'll be better. La, 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 la. Yeah, is that, does it, does it involve It's like, a, it how's it go? Uh, yeah, go on, say it to me and I'll sing it. There's a place for us. There's a place for us. Yeah, do you want to join? sunshine. <laughs> okay. And the moonlight. Okay, I think that's going to be time to go, guys. Go. <laughs> Cheers. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. <laughs>